It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. I'm Jimmy Fallon. I'm Madison Allworth. I'm Bill Hemmer, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Monday, August 14th, 2023. I'm Eben Brown. Maui is still burning. Residents are still missing. Search and rescue is sparse. But a group led by former special ops folks are bringing their brains and muscle to help. There's whole city blocks that you could probably fit into a coffee cup. That's what's left. The whole area looks like a big ashtray. This is the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. Hey, folks, it's your man, Keyshawn Johnson, here to talk about Angie, formerly known as Angie's List, your go-to home services, marketplace for getting all your jobs done well. Now, you might be wondering, what exactly is Angie? Well, let me tell you, it's the nation's largest home services marketplace, connecting over 150 million homeowners with skilled professionals to tackle any project, big or small. As a homeowner myself, I always have things I want to work on for my house, whether it's general home renovations or fun projects like putting in a pool. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it a breeze to research, compare, and hire pros, ensuring every job is done well. Whether you're fixing a leaky faucet or planning a full kitchen renovation, Angie's got your back. And get this, folks. Angie's pros aren't just any old contractors. They're your neighbors, often running small businesses right in your community. Plus, they've been rated and reviewed by others in your area. So you know you're getting quality service. So why stress over home projects when you can turn to Angie? From finding the best price to scheduling a pro at your convenience, Angie's got you covered every step of the way. So get started today at Angie.com. That's Angie.com or download the app today to get started on getting all your jobs done. That's Angie, your trusted ally in home services. Maui is still burning. Thousands of people are missing. Tens of thousands more are displaced and likely trapped on the small Hawaiian island in the midst of all of this. Local first responders are being overrun and worn out and federal help, some say, isn't coming fast enough. And while some will argue over why, there are others who are stepping up to help find missing people and to bring food and supplies. We operate in what we call the gray space, which is wherever the government isn't, either because they left like in Afghanistan or if they're never going to come like in Ukraine or until they get there like uh, like Hurricane Ian. And now uh, what we call uh, uh, what we call Operation Ohana Safe, which is uh, which is Maui. Brian Stern is the founder and the CEO of Project Dynamo, a group of former special operators and volunteers who often run into some dangerous places to rescue people or to deliver aid. And they've been to Afghanistan and Ukraine, and they're now in Maui. Where, um, you know, a terrible situation, Americans are in trouble. Um, uh, we can help. We know we can help. Uh, we search forward. Uh, we search forward and start working. One of the big until until government resources show up, and hopefully they do. 
One of the big differences between Dynamo and most other groups is that we're at, we actually do the operations. So I was, I mean, I, I was on a helicopter yesterday. Uh, I'm about to go onto a helicopter in about 12 minutes. So uh, uh, we've rescued over 6,000 people. I've personally put my hands on about 4,000 of them personally and uh, uh, for perspective. So we've, we've done everything from broken people out of jail from Russia. We've done everything from uh, uh, delivering humanitarian aid via helicopter. We've done everything from um, uh, um, landing airplanes. We landed the first airplane under Taliban rule in Afghanistan. Uh, first airplane. It did. A, it was the largest private rescue of Americans in history. 117 people in the modern era, at least. Um, we also did the first airplanes in Sudan after the U.S. embassy left. So what happens is the U.S. embassy evacuates somewhere. And as soon as we start to hear those moves, we pack our stuff and we go forward. We don't coordinate. We don't know a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy. We actually do it all ourselves. Uh, every safe house that we maintain in the world, I have personally used the plumbing in myself. So um, uh that when we talk about other groups that's the big differentiator a lot of people go to Lviv Ukraine where Victoria's Secret is open and they say look at me I'm in Ukraine well that's not what we do we work on the front lines and beyond amongst the bad guys amongst the missiles amongst the artillery and pull people out and we've done some prolific operations um we've been in the front page of the New York Times and the front page of the Moscow Times too <laughs> so right. um and having we're, we're, yeah and having the the expertise of being special operators, uh, you know, I think that kind of sets this all apart. You have the experience and the know-how of, and, and the gumption to, to go forward into these areas. Um, uh, let's talk about uh, what you're doing in Maui, because there, we assume, are no terrorists or, or foreign invaders in Maui, but there's a, a horrible, horrible disaster, whether it's natural or otherwise it's just a, a horrific disaster americans are in need and tell us what you're doing there yeah we uh so we've been out here uh we, we did our first air operation via helicopter um day one we actually did two uh two helicopter uh, operations on day one we've been conducting air operations and ground operations ever since we've done everything from rescue tortoises uh, giant, huge, humongous, hundred-pound tortoises to delivering breast milk to babies via uh, via helicopter, to uh, rescuing people via via uh, also via helicopter from the from the affected area and uh, uh, you know what we call the hot zone. So we've done a number, uh, quite a number of air operations. We've done a number of ground operations. Uh, I don't have the stats on how many lives we've saved, but uh, but I could tell you that registered on our portal. Uh, I just got our numbers as 5,129 people looking for their loved ones, which is a big number. That's a huge number for a 100,000, 116,000 population island. Um, that's a, that's a big dent. So um, uh, we're, we're, we're uh, uh, you know, on the streets of the, on the streets of the affected area, um, there's really, uh, really not a lot, not a good way to describe it. I was a 9-11 first responder. I was in both collapses and I stayed down there digging in the rubble for a few weeks after 9-11. And uh, the amount of similarities between this disaster and that attack are, are uh, strangely coincidental. Let's talk about the conditions on the ground. You've you've been around. You're able to take that in. Um, describe some of the things that you've seen that uh, might be typical for a disaster of this nature, but still shocking, or might just be atypical. You talk about we talk about ways to die. 
right? You know, the, I think we've all had that discussion around a campfire. You know, would you would you rather would you rather drown or be burned and those kinds of things? Well, when you smell it, uh, it changes things a little bit. When we worked in Hurricane Ian, it was wind and water. Here, it was wind and fire. And I'll tell you, the devastation of fire far exceeds water uh, any day of the week. There's whole city blocks that you could probably fit into a coffee cup. That's what's left. Um, the, they're redu- the whole area looks like a big ashtray is kind of the best way to describe it, where we saw we saw hubcaps and wheels on, on cars where the heat was so hot, the metal of the wheel melted and pooled in front of the car, if that makes sense, uh, to give you an idea. So, um, and Maui is a, because it's an island, is a, is a difficult kind of place, right? I mean, um, you know, uh, what's also different and very atypical is we have not seen, not to say it's not here, but we just haven't seen it, but we've been in the air a lot. We've been on the ground a lot. We have not seen a significant DOD response uh, at all. Uh, I haven't seen a single military helicopter fly whatsoever, which is, again, very, very, very strange. During Hurricane Ian, there were Chinooks and Blackhawks flying back and forth and delivering generators and pallets of water and taking people out and putting people in and everything else uh, in, in five days being here. We haven't seen a single one. So, now, in fairness, I don't know how much help there would have been anyway from a life safety perspective, but I would argue that it would have sent a, a, a message of solidarity to the people of support and we're with you and you're not alone and all those things. And we haven't seen that. And that's a big thing that people here are talking about on the island is where where is everybody? To say nothing of the fact of there's, you know, a couple of hundred aircraft you know, uh, in Hawaii that are military just 12 minutes away by air. So a couple hundred aircraft, 12 minutes away, none of them are in the sky doing anything, even just from a messaging perspective, that's not being, that's not present. And the people here are very, um, irritated. They're noted. Yeah. They they notice this. There's a, there's a noticeable lack of action, I think is what you're saying. There is a very large sense of aloneness, uh, here on the island, uh, there, there's a very all the yeah. It's a small place, right? So, you know where they say, well, you know where's the fire department? Well, the Maui fire, you know, it's, it's not FDNY where there's ten thousand firemen, uh, you know, or whatever. You know, I think I think FDNY is forty thousand firemen with ten thousand pieces of fire trucks or something yeah, like that. It's some it, crazy number. Yeah, here it, they've it's got its own like, army. Yeah. Here they've got like. You know, they got the right here. They've got like, you know, 12 fire trucks on the entire island or something like that. Maybe 12, 20, whatever it is. So, you know, they're, you know, that that part. But recognizing that Hawaii is a state of the United States of America and we're on day five and there was fire last night here on the island. So, you know, it's it's the people here are irritated and they're feeling extremely, extremely alone extremely alone um and um you know we're running around meeting people and they're saying thank you thank you thank you because we're the only ones here they can't understand how a donor funded thing like dynamo is you know you know that that's that's what they're seeing yeah yeah you know that it's frustrating for them We are speaking with Brian Stern. He's the founder and CEO of Project Dynamo. They are on the ground in Maui conducting search, rescue, and other aid in the midst of the fires. On the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition, we'll have more straight ahead. 
what are some of the things that Dynamo is or or will be doing, I guess, maybe in the short to near term that would be more regular? I understand these first few days are just trying to sort of get a bearing. Where where are the immediate problems that we can help with? But at some point, you're going to want to have like a regular schedule of things that you're doing over there. Um, what are some of those things? And and and, and you know, how, how many people can you feasibly help? Uh, feasibly, as long as our funding holds out, uh, we're entirely donor funded and we're not backed by a single business or company. So if you have any CEOs, list- if you have any CEOs listening to your show, please hit, hit me up at projectdynamo.org and I'd love to talk to you. Uh, we have a, we have a donor base that generally speaking gives us, you know, $10, $20, $30, just patriotic Americans who are, you know, see us or hear us on TV or media, and they go, "Wow, that's amazing!" Our Americans doing what Americans should do. So, as long, the, but the helicopters do not fly themselves. The gas tanks do not fill themselves up. The humanitarian aid doesn't magically appear at a spontaneous combustion. The everything costs money. So, um, pilot, you know, I don't know how to fly a helicopter, and even if I did, I don't own my own helicopter. Therefore, I have to borrow one. Right. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, and that pilot needs to be paid. And that helicopter has to be paid for. So um, we need financial help. As long as our funding holds out, we can do all kinds of things. And that's true globally. Globally. That's a true statement everywhere. Um, we, still have oper- we still have active operations in Afghanistan two years later, pulling American citizens out two years later. So um, uh, what can we do for the future? It depends on what's going on. We we once the once federal resources show up and things get a little more organized and settled, we get out of the way. I can't compete with the executive branch of government, even though I'm faster than than they are. Generally speaking, they're resourced better than I am. So once that kind of settles and happens, we generally speaking, get out of the way, which is the right answer. We're we're the Dutch boy with our fingers on the dam until the real stuff shows up. We're the first in and the first out is the best way to think about us. Gotcha. All right. So the and the website once again is, and this is where people can donate if they'd like to. It's the three most important things people can do is number one, go to our website, projectdynamo.org. If you are missing someone, register them. It is really hard to go find someone who's missing when I don't know where they are or who they are. Right. Number one. Number two, if you're so inclined, projectdynamo.org, that's also where you can go to donate. And like I said, we need financial help. We need corporate sponsors. We need all those things. So projectdynamo.org, there's a big red button that says donate. Every single dollar goes to something that matters. And the other thing you could do is go to our social media. We put a lot of stuff up, a lot of messages up, a lot of really wild videos and uh, and pictures and stuff of different things that we have going on. Like us, which is fine, and share our stuff. Those are the three things you could do. Uh, register your loved ones. Uh, number one, number two, please donate. And number three, follow us and share our stuff. And uh, it really goes a long way. It really helps us in ways that you don't understand um, uh, in the nonprofit space. Brian Stern, you're the founder and CEO of Project Dynamo. You can find them projectdynamo.org. And you are speaking to us from the island of Maui. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm about uh, eight minutes away from the kill zone uh, where the fires are by helicopter. All right. Well, please stay safe. Thank you for being with us on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. Thank you. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. And now, stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen ad-free on Fox News Podcasts Plus on Apple Podcasts. And Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on Amazon Music. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. 
Listen to the all-new Brett Bear podcast featuring Common Ground, in-depth talks with lawmakers from opposite sides of the aisle, along with all your Brett Bear favorites like his all-star panel and much more. Available now at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.